everything we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been... four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Read. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. And, yes, this is my fam. I, I love Come it. Come on, Casey. I love it. What up, fam? What up, fam? Got to no appeal to the millennial Of course. I'm, I'm trying to be cool at the same time. I don't um, know if I understand what that means. And I'm supposedly a millennial. You're like grandpa millennial. Right? I am you're like the millennial. leading edge of the millennials. That's right. I'm right in the heart of it. Yeah. So that's Casey Smith that we're talking to, who is a CFP and a CEPA, CEPA, C-E-P-A, which is a certified exit planning advisor, right? That's right. And the other voice that you just heard, who is definitely not at the leading edge of the of the uh, millennial generation, probably more toward the middle, toward the Right end. in the middle. Middle, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Jesse Thomas, one of the many Thomas I that we have around here, if you listen to the uh, previous show we had her and uh, Jesse's mother is uh, a uh, planner. She's actually the the what is her official title? Casey, you could probably tell me more better than I could say myself. What is her she official is the title? Manager She's the manager of the, of the senior, yeah, senior manager. Senior manager. Yeah. The yeah. Planning and implementation department. There we go. At Hensler Financial and Jesse is a tax pro. She uh, works at. One of our two offices, not the headquarters building here in Kennesaw, but she works down at our perimeter office and uh, enjoys the short uh, in-town millennial-type drive. How's the traffic coming yeah, up here this afternoon? Yeah, Coming up here is not, not nearly as bad as going from my short nine miles, 60 minutes. Yeah. 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 In, ITP. That's it's rough. Yeah, you uh, if you if you transcend from ITP to OTP or vice versa, you're going to run into a little traffic around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what is the market doing this week? We're up, up almost one percent. Uh, as I told you last week, we would be, but of course, I'm always going to tell you, market's going to be up. Did um, you say one percent? Definitely that, the broken record. No, that? I just say up. I yeah. mean, it's uh, you, no one. It makes me quantify this. <laughs> I, uh, it's true. There's I no criteria. You, it's it's no directional. That's right. Yeah. And uh, it's usually the easiest call to make because two out of three days the market is positive. If How you often measure. is the market flat? Would you say? Very seldom. In that's, fact, that's what Mr. Lako likes to, to he go. He really with. does. I tell him, you know, you're you're just pigeonholing yourself in a spot. You're <laughs> seldom going to win. Yeah. But once in a while, the market will be flat. But. Um, Last five days, we've gained 0.96%, led by industrials, which is uh, very interesting. Um, and then utilities follow, following suit. Uh, you would expect that the two of them, one's a very cyclical-type sector. Industrials do well when uh, um, the economy is flourishing. Utilities tend to do well when uh, uh, bond prices are rising, so when yields are falling. And uh, on the far end of the other other end of the spectrum, we have the loan negative for the week is uh, communication services, which is a relatively, it's not a new sector. It's been renamed and revamped last year. Uh, it used to just be AT&T and um, Verizon, Verizon. And uh, I think there was another telecommunications company, a phone company in there. But now we've got was Alphabet and 
Um, oh, really? I didn't realize they'd been reclassified. Yeah, anything that's communications. Disney's in there. Hmm. Yeah, moved a lot of stuff oh, well, that previously was not in communication services down into communication services. So, interesting. <clears throat> yeah, very interesting. When did see. that happen? Last year? Last year, fall, oh. September, I think, August. Told you uh, I lived under a rock, see? Yeah, yeah. well, you did mention that you live <laughs> under a rock. Um, I guess you're living to prove it now. Um, so if we look at the past 12 months, market's down almost 7%. Utilities, the big leader, 7.33% positive. Energy, the big loser, almost 20% lower in the last 12 months. Uh, yeah, energy's been really getting beaten up as of last year. Starting to, to come back a little bit um, you know, this year as we look over the last... Uh, year to date, energy is this right there, tied with financials as the the leader, eight point three three percent. So yep. making a little bit of a of a comeback, I guess. Um, what would you attribute that to, Troy? That's well, a mani- the... manipulated market. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anytime you've got the OPEC out there telling you the cartel, well, we'll yeah, we'll slow down production so that we can raise prices, and uh, I think uh, Russia has been complicit in the in the uh, lowering of supply to the market to uh, to kind of adjust that price a little higher. It follows crude oil quite closely. Um, and anytime you want to see what energy has done, more or less, you can just look at crude oil prices and make that determination. Uh, again, though, you know, utilities being the big big winner over the last 12 months, you look uh, year to date, just in 2019, the almost one month that we've been in the, in the uh, new year. And uh, while it's positive, 1.92%, it's Second from the bottom, along with consumer staples. So uh, those those more conservative spaces, healthcare's right healthcare, along there with it. Consumer staples, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those are the bottom three: energy, financials, and industrials being the leaders year to date, and we're up 5.35% total for the S&P 500. So um, quite a rebound. Uh, low point in the market was uh, Christmas Eve, December 24th, if you wish. Um, and uh, one of the other things that's really interesting to watch is uh, the yield curve has still got this weird lump in it. And uh, by that I mean we've got a we've got an inversion, but it's not the 10-year Treasury uh, versus the two-year Treasury. Where I think uh, I think Nick down in your research department, Troy, coined the uh, the Nike swoosh yield curve. I think he's yeah, he's going yeah. with that. You know what? It, it uh, if you looked at it graphically, he, uh, he would be right. Um, but the one-year Treasury is at 2.57% yield. The two years at 2.56, so just a slight inversion there. The three years a little worse, 2.53. The five-year, 2.55%. Those last three being definitely lower than the one-year Treasury. Anytime we start getting a weird shape to the Treasury uh, yield curve, we start worrying about long-term growth. Right. um, you know, we, there's stories out uh, in the past few weeks about uh, global growth being uh, potentially hampered by the fact that China's slowing down. So what kind of impact is a government shutdown having on on domestic growth? Well, it depends on who you ask, but uh, we were told at one point it was going to be uh, 0.1% per uh, week, but now they're saying maybe 0.1% for the for the whole year. Right. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It seems like the local news at least wants to catch on the fact that the garbage is not being taken out at the at the national park. But uh, then they'll have a story that uh, 
do-gooders, volunteers, which there's always volunteers around those entities anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Volunteers are grabbing the trash and replacing the bag, and it's really not that big a problem. Yeah. So I think I read somewhere that the the estimated um, economic impact of the shutdown is now equal to the amount of funding that Trump has requested for the wall. I actually read that as well. So yeah. That's that's kind of interesting. So, so, so we, we we could have just avoided this whole mess. Just give the man his wall and be it done. It really with. is a very very <laughs> small percentage of uh, of the overall budget. Yeah. Um, which I guess just depending on what end of the politic political spectrum we'll call it uh you land uh is probably going to sway your opinion one way or the other sure um i gotta be the first to tell you while i like some of the policies i've seen over the last two years um i still really wish that our president would hush (laughs) throw away your twitter account and just pay attention to the job but uh doesn't seem like that's coming anytime soon uh, we've got a few details on uh, economic information, even with the government shutdown, and that, that is actually causing a little bit of an impact in some of the data that we're seeing. Uh, existing home sales um, took a tumble in December, fell 6.4% from uh, the November total, which was revised as well, uh, down by 10.3% from December of 2017. So the year-over-year number is uh, is looking pretty rough, um, and that... Uh, Quite often leads, but December is really not the biggest month uh, for home sales anyway. Yeah. So uh, you know, It'll be a more meaningful number to look at maybe once we get to spring. Exactly. Start to see some uh, some more activity there yeah, normally. Don't see too many people moving in December. NBA uh, mortgage applications, and this is a, a weekly thing, uh, so there's quite often uh, volatility in the number. It grew by. Uh, 4.5% four-week moving average did uh, for purchase applications. Um, uh, biggest monthly growth growth rate since July of 2016. So that seems like a bit of a disconnect unless you stop and think that the timing of these two are pretty significantly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had, uh, we had one that's uh, a longer-term number and, and was uh, reported on an earlier period. And, you know, now we have um, MBA mortgage applications, which are actually a January number and look a a bit stronger. Um, Jobless claims plunged for the the third consecutive week. So still employment situation looking to be about the strongest indicator of economic activity that we've we've got and uh, has been for quite a while. We're going to take a real quick break here. You're listening to Money Talks. When you come back, we'll go over a dog of the week and then talk about some tax issues. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. 
There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.